everyone. This week's episode of Grapplecast is me, your host, Taryn, and this week I'm joined, and I'm only joined, by the master himself, Jamie. How are you? Oh, I thought you were going to say Sash. He's back. No, but it is me. Sash is cash. He will be back on the show eventually. When is um, CWE's next event? It's in April, isn't it? April. It's in April. It's Revelations Chapter 1. I I actually got a message off Josh, I don't know if you saw the message. He messaged. I saw someone say great. That's all I saw. Yeah. So there must have been a message before that. He messaged. He was just keeping in contact. We are going to have him on the show again um, just before Revelations. Um, it may very well be something that you have to conduct, Jamie, because baby wise, I may be, well, I will be with Chow by then, but who knows my availability for a couple of weeks. So we will see. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah, their show's coming up, so we're going to have himself back on fairly soon and a couple of talents. No doubt Sash will at some point make a return before or after the show. But yes, how are you doing? How's your week been? Loving life. I think that's the best way to be. Oh, sorry, just because we are missing it this week. What up, Oos? I had to get that out there. I thought we'd finally get through a show without (laughs) having to hear that term because Daniel and Joe aren't here. We must say Daniel and Joe are on a holiday. I think they mentioned it last week. Uh, They're in the northeast of England, technically. They're in Yorkshire, aren't they? In Yorkshire, yes. Yeah, the, the Leeds Way, Dirty Leeds Way, as they call it. So, yeah, I don't even know if they, they may even be on their way back now. They may even be listening to the show now once Hello. it gets uploaded at the time of recording. We are recording on a Friday night for a change, just because I've been busy, you've been busy this week. And so at, once this show's recorded, boom, it's going straight up within 10, 15 minutes. So it's as live this as is, live can fresh. be without being live. This is fresh. This is on a one-hour delay. You're watching this on Plus One right now, if you're <laughs> listening at 6pm. It's freshly squeezed. <laughs> freshly squeezed. But um, no, I mean, like I said, my week's been okay. Uh, like I said, um. I do football, I do my masters, I have rehearsals because I'm in a show in a few weeks. A and of course, show. no, I am doing kinky boots at the Grand Theatre as an actor. And Dirty then work. obviously, I am going to London tomorrow. Lovely. Couple of shows in the football, I understand. The Carabao Cup final, the big one, the only trophy that matters the this season. Forget, forget that we're already catching Man City up in the Premier League the as three points pot. behind, and we still got to play them. The Carabao Cup is the one. Well, have you watched any wrestling this week? Isn't that the question? Well, I mean, we did have a, a nice little show. I ordered a kebab and got a garlic bread, and watched the Elimination Chamber. Um, yes, you then, did. And then, of course, the only other show that matters, Dynamite. Well, it was the wife's baby show, as I said last week, so I couldn't come to yours, as you know, um, to watch Elimination Chamber. However, um, by the time I'd finished babysitting my nieces and nephew, I was able to tune in for the pre-show, so I did get to watch the show live as it's uh, as it was on. Um, I don't know if I regretted it. I, I never mm-hmm. regret watching wrestling because I like to either praise it afterwards 
or moan about it afterwards. So there's always a discussion point. You do like a good moan after. We do like a good moan, and there may very well, spoiler alert, there may very well be a good moan on this show. Um, so we, I mean, we might as well, just for the sake of the episode, jump straight in. So, I mean, course, just, just, just before we do, if you could give one word to describe <laughs> Elimination Chamber, what would it be? I don't know if there is one, to be quite honest, Jamie. I don't know if there is. But if there is, it would be terrible. Terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, I, I've had time to reflect on it, like most people have. You know, we're almost a week after, so, you know, everyone that's listening yeah. to this now is listening a week after the show. So people have had... Time to digest the results. Time to digest what happened, and I I haven't I haven't watched it back or any clips or highlights of it since the show. Neither probably will I ever. Um, I thought there were I thought there were positive elements from it, not necessarily positive results, but positive elements from it. But certainly not one that I'm going to remember put it that way we we ran a poll on our twitter at grapplecast show and asked people what would you rate it a b c or d um i should have put a b c or other so people could have put less because we had a fair few comments where people were saying you don't have an option for e or lower (laughs) exactly but based on a b i mean based on a b c or d before we go into each match and before you failed you can't even go to university (laughs) on a d well what what would you rate the show before we go into each match a u that bad basically i mean there wasn't You'd be giving it a D out of A, B, C, and D. I'll give it a D out of A, B, C, D. I mean, a lot of people have said the best match of the night was Becky Lynch and Lita. Do you know what, Do you know what? That was the only match I didn't see because during that I thought, time's getting on, I need to make some tea. I wanted to watch Becky Lynch and Lita, but I thought I might be able to time it because there were so many different breaks between the matches, like adverts, commercials, and mm-hmm. little tidbits and stuff. And I was watching them, and I was like, these are going on forever between matches. So I thought, I've, I can't remember what I had for tea, but whatever I was making, I thought I could probably make this in 10 minutes. And it just so happened when they weren't showing extended commercials or sponsorships, they more or less went straight into it. And I effectively, in the 10 minutes I was making some food, I missed the Becky Lynch and Leah match. And then I read afterwards that that was probably the best match on the show. So when we get to it, you'll have to enlighten me. But yeah, the rest of the show... Unfortunately, you have to go back and watch it. No, I can't (laughs) do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, there there was so much potential to have a really good pay-per-view. Looking at the card, it's pretty decent. Like you look well, at we it. Said last the week, men's I, elimination yeah. chamber is is solid. I said on last week's show, forgetting the fact that it's elimination chamber, and I don't agree that we should have these gimmick pay per views. You know, an elimination chamber match would just happen on any event with, with the right build. But I said the matches and the card actually look quite solid, and I thought for a sat, you know. I'm much preferring these premium live events being on Saturdays now, as we've said. Um, Mm -hmm. And that was at a decent time as well for us in the UK, you know, 5pm start. So I thought, yeah, this is all fitting together. Decent match card, decent time, time to watch it, bit of food. I'll enjoy it. Um, And not having to sleep and miss next day. Terrible, terrible, terrible. 
And then to put the Miz and Rey Mysterio on the kickoff. It's one of the proper only storylines going on. Yeah, well, no, I couldn't agree more with that. So shall we... Uh... Well, well, yeah, shall we have a look at it then? Let, let's break it down. So did let's you... give me all the points now. Here yes. we go. So the big question that we need to, oh, yeah, to start with <laughs> is, did, you, <laughs> did you watch the pre-show or were you playing FIFA at the time? I was watching the pre-show whilst playing FIFA. <laughs> did you play FIFA throughout the whole... No. I was going to call it a pay-per-view. Oh, for the whole premium pre-show, yeah. live event. Oh, a whole pre-show, but not the premium live event. No, I I did it for the first match, which was Reigns and Goldberg. Ordered my dinner. Then I said, as soon as my dinner comes, I'll turn it off. And that came during the women's chamber. Was it plain kebab meat? I got a doner kebab, so it came with a pitta. It did actually come with a pitta. This well, no, I'm sorry. Because yeah. whatever I was around for last time, Royal Rumble, you just I just got a large kebab. Yeah, don't forget. I What's had... the point of that? I ate before I know then that. What yeah, you did. But... So why did then you I have pizza donna meat? I had pizza hut then <laughs> I had pizza hut and then the donna meat. Yeah, but the donna meat is the best thing anyway. I don't even eat the naan after time. Oh, a, a donna kebab needs to be donna meat, pita, salad, oh, garlic. Well, oh, naan's yeah. better. Well, yeah, but it needs some form of bread, donna meat, salad, and it needs Doesn't the need garlic salad. mayo or hot sauce. I agree with garlic like mayo, but sometimes, sauce. sometimes the garlic mayo is just a bit too too filling. What? So usually, you know, if you have like a lump sum and you you're grabbing a piece and it just makes you feel sick because you just had about a chunk of garlic mayo down your throat. <laughs> you had more garlic mayo than you had kebab meat on. Oh yes. But no, like, I don't mind. Like, I used to have chili and garlic mayo all the time, but then I said they just put too much garlic mayo on sometimes. So uh, it's just, I'd rather, because then I can't eat it because there's too much garlic mayo. So this is why I have it plain, because I know I'll eat it. Then if I need sauce, I can just throw some sauce on because I've got some garlic mayo and I've got some chili in my cupboard. And there was a wrestling event on it. Yes, the there was a wrestling event. <laughs> and the pre show was the Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. And no, I tend Kebab to agree cast. with you in the <laughs> Kebab cast. I tend to agree with you on this one is that something had to be, if, if they were picking a match from the card that was already put together and something had to be the pre show match, I understand why this was. And I, I think I said last week this would be the pre show match if they didn't announce the second one. So automatically that's a point for me for guessing what the pre-show match was going to be. No doubt. No, don't worry, I won't. You can um, have it. I'm so sure you still finish <laughs> Well, we will see. Um, however, it was a decent opening match from what you saw. Do you agree? I mm-hmm. mean, the thing is, with Rey Mysterio and The Miz, they're both decent workers. It's a safe pair of hands, that match. It's not going to light the world on fire, but it's not going to be a bad match. It, it's going to be solid. And it was enough to start off the show yeah and i said i think with the kickoff shows obviously we watch it through the WWE network uh but most people would watch it on youtube and i know they don't have the like buy rates anymore but if you watch that match would you go on and buy the pay-per-view well it almost why do they have these kickoffs then i know the pay-per-view market is still technically alive in the uk and maybe it is in other countries but no one we know you can buy it because they have for 20 quid well exactly or £10 for a full month on the network or Peacock in America. So mm-hmm. why why is this still... I don't know. 
I don't know. And, I, and the kickoffs annoy me anyway because you've got these expert um, pundits, analysis type things. And I, I've said it before because I've said it with things like the bump. When they're talking about a sport that's predetermined and they're going, oh, well, he needs to watch out for this or I think this person's going to win because of this. I just, I don't buy it. I don't, maybe kids do. That's what we do every week. Yeah, but we... <laughs> We predict, we think, how's the booking going to go? Not, is this person stronger than this person so they're going to win? We're going to go, how are they going to book this match? How are they going to effectively choreograph this match? And they probably and already they know the results anyway. Well, of course they do. Of course they do. It would be so, fun that if they don't know the results and they're just, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, Brock's going to win. Because Brock always wins. Well, exactly. <laughs> I think Why is none of them coming out going, well, I think Brock Lesnar's going to win because it doesn't make booking sense for Vince to do this. <laughs> Leading into WrestleMania. Yeah, so it'd be interesting if one of them just broke their own character. Booker T. I'm sure that. Don't make booking sense. I don't know what he's called. The little ginger guy. Oh, Sam, Sam Roberts. Roberts. He, yeah. he would probably like that on his old podcast, but now obviously because he's employed by WWE, he can't really talk about booking. But True. Who knows? Well, yeah, like I say, sold in enough match. You thought it was decent? Yeah, I, mean, I say you know me. I'm a I'm a Miz fit. I love the Miz. So anything that he does is great. Um, don't agree with the way it ended. And you wouldn't the storyline, and you, but, know you know why you don't agree with the way it ended because you're my, already my down booking that is point. all my booking was better. Just saying. No, so you had the Miz to win. I had Rey Mysterio, and Dan and Joe both had the Miz to win. So I was the only person who scored a point to start with. So that is, I will think you will find, a point for me. But match-wise, decent, solid, as we say. Yeah. Lovely. Right. The Miz can't do no wrong. He can't. A Grand Slam champion, as it should be. Only in a two-time. The only disappointment then was the fact that the premium live event started. Mm-hmm. And no camels. No camels, you are right. No camels this time. Um, I thought the crowd was decent, though. Well, we'll give them that for the event. There was actually wrestling fans in the crowd, and they were loud. And, you know, people like were getting onto the match now. Um, the Universal title match kicked off the show. Reigns defending against Goldberg. You know, Goldberg got a pop. A lot of people got a pop in this. Um, Reigns got a decent amount of booze. You know, there was heat on the people there needed to be heat on, and they, they were cheering for the faces. So, you know, it was it's what you want a wrestling crowd to be, effectively. I thought it was one of the better Saudi crowds, personally. Um, Do you think it was pumped in? No, I don't think because, so. Because, like, how many Saudis watch Raw and SmackDown every week or know the chants and stuff? No, I think I know. It, there could have possibly been like a small, like kind of like brought if in there but not was, too much, and then they yeah. could sing along to it. If there was, I think it was minimal. I tend to, you can really tell distinctively when the crowd noise is fake because people are like this. People are just stood there, not doing anything, and there's clapping and chanting and cheering. Yeah. And you can tell that it doesn't match up to the mannerisms of the people in the crowd. I do think they're excited. There was a lot of kids in this in this crowd and, and younger and younger people, teenagers and stuff. Um, so if it, if there was pumped in noise, I think it was minimal. I think the crowd was one of, if not the best or the better sound the best that we've had. Yeah, they, they they were involved and they they enjoyed it. Um, 
But this opening match was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Well, um, um, the Meltzer star ratings are out. If you, you haven't, do you? Lovely. Already. So, yes. So go on. So what? What's so Miz and Ray got two point seven five. The Miz and Ray two point seven five. Uh, I will tell you the highest rating. What do you think it was for any of the matches? Are we going to do this now? Are we? Um, well, then, but I assume it was Becky Lynch versus Lita since I missed it. Then was it? That was tied at three point two five with Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss. Both of them got 3.25. What got the 3.5? The highest rating, no four-star matches, the highest was 3.5, and it was the men's elimination chamber. We'll get on to that. (laughs) We'll get on to it. What did you think then of Reigns defeating Goldberg? I mean, first of all, let's get this out of the way. We were all correct. Melts a two-star match. Our... We were all correct on our two stars of Meltzer. We were all correct on our predictions. Reigns won. The match itself, none of us were, you know, we said it last week, none of us were expecting a wrestling masterclass. It's, it's a 54, 55 year old, or is he 56 now? I don't know. It's a mid 50s Goldberg, for goodness sake. Um, and Reigns can only do so much. I, I liked the fact that he, when I say I like the fact he took a couple of spears, in fact, it it is what, we see now with Goldberg matches, but the crowd seemed to enjoy it. He hit the spears, and there was a little bit of belief from the crowd. They believed it more than we did. And <laughs> watching yeah. at home, that oh my god, could Goldberg do it? Paul Heyman was great as he normally is with his facial expressions outside, uh, you know, outside of the ring, and um, making it actually look like. I think he's he's the key for this. If this was just Reigns versus Goldberg, and apart from the fact that the crowd were fairly decent for it, as I say, we'd be going, oh yeah, great. Goldberg's hit a spear. Obviously, Reigns is going to kick out. But because Heyman's out there, um, you know, on the apron and he's, you know, pulling his face, he's sweating, he's clutching over that universal title. He's He makes it a bit more believable that, you know, oh my God, Reigns could potentially not kick out. There was one at one point. It may have even been the first spear. Reigns was quite late with the kick out. It was either the first or second spear. And my heart did go about the thought, oh God, are they... It's Goldberg. They put the title. Oh God, that hand's gone too low. Yeah, no, it did. It did for a minute. It, it did suspend my disbelief for a moment. I thought, Christ, he put Goldberg to win here. Um, that was the only part of the match. The, the the match itself was terrible, and the finish. I understand they want to protect Goldberg to an extent, but at the same time, I don't. There's nothing from a booking perspective for me, and I'll be interested to get your thoughts on it now. Yeah, Goldberg isn't the Goldberg of... I mean, Goldberg isn't even the Goldberg of five, six years ago when he came back and beat Lesnar in a minute, minute and a half, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's certainly not the Goldberg from 20 years ago. They still want to put him in a prominent position, hence the reason he's in a world title match. But the guy is in his mid-50s. He's heading towards 60. So what is the issue with losing clean to a guy in his... 30s in the prime of his career who's been one of the world champions for year, year and a half now. Nothing. So why he couldn't you know, it almost made, to me, almost made Reigns look weaker because Goldberg 
he didn't give up, did Goldberg, did he? I'm right in saying that, didn't he? He didn't tap out, he passed out, and the referee stopped it. So, yes, it looks it makes Goldberg look strong in a sense because he hasn't given up. He's, you know, he's had to pass out to lose the match. But it took Reigns having to pa- make a f- guy in his mid-50s, an older man, he's going to have to choke him out. It's the only way he can beat him because he can't beat him by pinfall or, or submission. Where was the Superman punches and the spears from Reigns to just end it, which it should have done on a guy in his 50s? That bit I didn't like. And for that, it was a one-star match as far as I'm concerned. I agree with the decision on Reigns to retain. Of course I do. But the match was awful. and the, Not even terrible. It was awful. It was awful. And the... Booking for the ending of the match, in my opinion, was worse than the entirety of the match itself. I think um, most of his previous matches, though, he has been taking this sleeper as like his main finisher now, like the guillotine, where he makes them pass out because of his. And I think that does show a dominant champion because he's yeah he's that good. He is making his opponents pass out, and I don't think Goldberg has ever passed out before in a match. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's ever passed out due to a I'd have to go back through the history books. This is why we need Dan and Joe on the show, you see. So. Perhaps we should have just not recorded this. <laughs> but like, like I said, having that, I mean, we can get their opinions next week as well, just very quickly. But, yeah, I think I I disagree to a degree with what you're saying because I think it shows how dominant Roman Reigns is as a wrestler and a champion that he can make people pass out. He is that good. Like, he doesn't have to beat them. He can just be like, well... I'm basically going to make you pass out because I am that good. It's like UFC fighters, they can choose to make people pass out by doing a rear naked choke or something like that. Like Brock Lesnar's finishing move used to be Kamora, for example. I know they used to tap yeah. out. But, but um, and then yeah, I think like, with Lesnar, he used the Kamora. And this is maybe where, again, just in my opinion, I get what you're saying. And I do agree with it to an extent. But with Lesnar, he, he didn't. Once he started using the Kimura, he didn't use it in every match to win every match. He was still mm. using the F5. I think there's times, if Reigns is using this new guillotine-type finisher, there has to be times where he doesn't use it and he uses the Spear of the Superman Punch. And for me, yes, you can make your younger wrestlers, your fitter wrestlers, thinking, oh, they're kicking out of Spears or Superman Punches, so I'm going to have to make them pass out. But a guy heading towards 60... You shouldn't have to pass out the other way to me. That should have just been a spear or a super punch, in my opinion. But he's Goldberg. He's Goldberg. Well, don't forget, like how they made the Undertaker look when he was nearly sixty. It's the allure of yeah. Goldberg, isn't it? That that's the issue. Regardless of his age, the name Goldberg should strike fear in your heart because you're next, regardless of the age. <laughs> so fear. whether that's what they're trying to protect, don't know. But like I said, the Undertaker was what. 50 something when he retired yet he was still there at wrestlemania sitting up doing his tombstone and basically being the dead man yeah it's just his character goldberg is a beast you agree however though surely with the result match of the night well, match of the year no it, i agree with the result yeah roman reigns like i said which we'll go on to later but just to, i mean besides i don't agree with the rey mysterio match Everything else on the show, predictable, and that's why I've got basically maximum points. Fair enough. Third match of the night, then. The longest match of the night was the Women's Raw Championship number one contenders, or whatever they're calling it these days, Elimination Chamber match. 
Um, yeah, this one went nearly 16 minutes long, and I felt the full 16. I thought it was 60 minutes long. I did. I was not impressed with the Raw Women's Elimination Chamber. What so What did um, Meltzer give this? Um, Meltzer gave this match a three. Yeah, three I think it, it might be unfair to go lower, but it certainly didn't the higher. I, I, I the, wasn't bothered by the it. The weird thing about this match, like I said, I was watching this whilst FIFA was on. And then my dinner. I, I thought you'd only then it, people during the pre-show. No, no, and then it came like because I'm watching Goldberg Reigns. We all know what's going to happen. <laughs> and I was doing some challenges, all right. And then I was like, I'm going to start properly watching now. But then my 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 finger crashed on my telly, like it right. just wasn't working. So I was like, oh crap. Well, I need to then put it on the PlayStation. And by the time I then put it onto the PlayStation, Dewdrop had already been eliminated and it was down to the last four. So I don't know what happened well, in those few minutes that I missed. But, so the first two eliminated were Nikki A.S.H. She was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. And then Dewdrop mm-hmm. was eliminated by Liv Morgan. Yeah, I didn't even see it. Liv Morgan was then eliminated by I saw the, the, I saw the last Alexa Bliss. Yeah. yeah. And then we have Bianca Belair be, uh, eliminate both Rhea Ripley and Alexa Bliss. So overall, Bianca Belair, the winner, and will face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Um, so a couple of things to point out from this. First of all, let's get our prediction results out of the way. Yourself went with Bianca. I went with Alexa. Um, so unfortunately, no points for me. Dan went with Bianca and Joe went with Alexa. So no points for him. I don't understand what they're doing with Alexa. I thought the whole point of these promos was that she was transitioning away from this the evil is mine with a stupid gold grey white character back to the, the goddess. Alexa goddess. Yeah. So why did she come out to her evil is mine music? And still doing the same movement. Bam, bam, it, it didn't bam, make bam. any sense. Was she even on Raw this week? I have watched Raw, I'm going to be honest. No idea. I just, but yeah, like it, it doesn't make any sense. Like you said, it was unless obviously they change it for the next raw, and they just thought, well, they need this character for elimination chamber. They did say during her vignettes that she's not fully cured; she still has that in there, but she can control it now. But then there was nothing to say about controlling it at elimination chamber because she was still exactly the same. She just wasn't using her powers yeah. uh and she was just there with fucking swing in the chamber yeah that was a that was a nice touch but it would have been a nicer touch if she was full on that character still like mm-hmm. i say if she's supposed to be transitioning away from that why are they still drip feeding these bits in i don't i, I don't know i didn't i didn't agree with it jamie i really I did and i love alexa bliss so hopefully like i said they just get, oh, just the character to get away together. from that wire gimmick i don't know the, the issue that i had with this match and I know every elimination match can't be hardcore, throwing each other through the plexi screens, whatever they are, throwing each other onto it. It's not even steel anymore. It's like wooden, isn't it, on the outside of the ring? Mm-hmm. I know it can't all be that, but unless you're going to remind me of something now, there was nothing memorable in this match. It could have just been a six-women um, elimination match. It didn't need to be in a chamber. Yeah. There was nothing. I, the, the gimmick 
need, when you use a gimmick, the gimmick needs to be used right, and the gimmick wasn't used in this system, so what was the point of the gimmick? Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's just something that gives Bianca that momentum going into WrestleMania by winning an Elimination Chamber match. I think that's the only reason it was used, yeah. and to get another women's match on the show. Show, yeah, of course, because we had three, didn't we, all together? Um, but I mean, I'm yes, of course, I myself and um, Joe went with Alexa and you and Dan went with Bianca Belair, but it makes Which sense. Which is the correct storytelling, like I said last it week is. on the show. It is. It's Bianca, get revenge from SummerSlam. Let's get revenge. She's getting the big face push, but she could also, they could also flip the whole storyline of face and heel if they really wanted to by saying, I'm going to get revenge because of SummerSlam. You came back and took my title and you shouldn't have. Becky's just like, yeah, I'm big time Bex, I do what I want, basically. And the only way this can pay off is if she. Yeah, the only way this can pay off is if she beats Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Because if Becky Lynch retains, it just makes no sense. The last seven months of booking. It does to a degree to show how good Becky Lynch is, and she can just gloat saying, "You tried to come back, and you had all that time to prepare. This time, you still couldn't beat me. I am the best." And then Ronda Rousey's going to be like, "Well, you got me next, bitch." <laughs> very true well yeah because we all know it's ronda versus becky at the wrestlemania after and that will be ronda rousey's last match before she retires yeah but it just give becky a year effectively to win it back but yeah, yeah anyway that's wrestlemania and that's wrestlemania next year as well but yeah elimination chamber match not too bothered but the right person won yes. um women's tag Came next, Naomi and Ronda Rousey defeating Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. I could do it for the first time since I bought my Ronda Rousey t-shirt. I wore it during, well, I wore it the whole of Saturday. I wore my Randy Orton top and I realised it wasn't even on the shirt. <laughs> well, I wore my Ro- Ronda one um, in support and because, and solely because I wore my t-shirt, Ronda Rousey was victorious. With one hand behind her back. With one hand tied behind her back. Sonia Deville going, oh no, look. Was it even behind her back? Wasn't it just like down It was kind of like to the side, yeah, (laughs) it was. With one hand tied beside (laughs) my side. Um, Yeah, Sonia Deville pretending that she had the cast, uh, the broken arm still on the sprained arm or dislocated arm. The oldest trick in the school. The oldest trick in the book. Oh, look, it's fine. It's all okay. Not quite as good as doink pulling his arm off and going, <laughs> that would have been better. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think we need to gloss over this one. Too, I called it. Just go back to last we week. I said it will all happen. One. No, like, Charlotte's just going to leave Sonya Deville to get battered, and that's what happened. Yeah, um, you you are effectively right. now, And I didn't think the match was bad. Interesting attire from, because obviously all the women have to be covered up due to laws, which we won't go into Um in Saudi Arabia, but interesting attire with her judo kit uniform, effectively. That she won an Olympic medal with. That she did, and she did very, very well doing it, I must say, and yeah. It didn't even look out of place either, because, you know, that's the... She could wear that on a normal show and it would make sense, because that's how badass she is. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, Anything specific you wanted to say about this one? Are you happy to move on? Right, people. Pretty impressed by a, a one-armed armbar, but yeah, Ronda Rousey is yeah. 
the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Oh, fuck, dear God, here we go. Isn't that a no, debate like it, for it, another day? It did what it needed to do. I think, unfortunately, we're going to have Naomi versus Sonya Deville at WrestleMania. That's obviously got to be on the, the pre show. The pre show. And then obviously, it, it did what it needed to do for Ronda and Charlotte, just igniting that that rivalry a little bit more as well. So, yeah, does. good thing is Ronda's staying on the show. She's she's doing her bit. So, more Ronda. I'm happy. Lovely don't stuff. give a damn about my bad reputation. I don't give a damn about her reputation. Anyway, moving on to the joint best rated match of the night. No, and second would best. You believe 3.25. Oh, okay, fair enough. Drew McIntyre defeating that mad, mad, mad cat moss that he is by pinfall in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Was he very Falls Count Anywhere? The stupidest thing about this one was, didn't somebody put Mad Cat Moss in the prediction? It was Dad. It was Dad. (laughs) He said Mad Cat Moss, and I'm quite happy to go zero points (laughs) on that one, I am. Um... (laughs) Like, awful. You know what I mean? It was okay. Like, yeah, it did you see? Did you see, did you see the bump on his head? Like the botch. Yeah. Mad so, Cat Moss landing right on his first, head. What happened in their first match? Because there was a botch in that. Then he got it. Oh, didn't he? he jumped no, that his... was in a tag match, wasn't that it? That was in a tag match, and he broke his nose. Somebody landed on his face. Yeah. Face. And now he landed cleanly fifty beads. We used to call it at school on his head and. Effectively concussed himself. He that said was he's nasty. Right, apparently. Yeah, but I mean, that was now. That could have been worse than it was. Yeah, like you said, Stone Cold you know broke his neck going on like that. It's Drew McIntyre. He's unsafe. He's an unsafe worker. He's worse than that... Nia Jax. He is. It was. I'm joking, of course. I'm trying to think now. Who was it that actually damaged his face? Because wasn't it when he was with Sheamus? Did not somebody like. It was when he was tagging with Sheamus, weren't it? I think so. I want to say Cesaro. But I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to have to double check. But yeah, it was like a tag move or something and someone just landed on his face and obviously that's what busted his face open, which is why he was having that face mask. No, we're getting it wrong. It was Ridge Holland that broke his nose. Oh, was it? Fair enough. He's the one Dear that's with Sheamus. Dear God, he's the one this, with this Sheamus. Just, they're, they're, the they're the same person. They're the same person, Mad Cat Moss and Ridge Holland. Wear different Dan would have told us, I'm sure, if he was he there. Well, no, you're getting it all wrong. I was going for Ridge Holland to be Drew McIntyre. Come back, Danager. Where are you? Never <laughs> leave us again. Um, yeah, we all got it right apart from Dan. So it's a point for us all. It's obvious. I mean... Because I think it's again you're setting up that WrestleMania card. He's gone through Mad Cat Moss. He's he's got Angela. He's basically like, I want you at WrestleMania, and that's what's going to happen in it. It's going to be Drew versus uh, Corbin. Do you think it's going to be a gimmick match? Do you think it'll be like a cage or something? I have no idea. Is it just going to be a normal match? I say normal match, a singles. But... I think it is just going to be a normal match. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a two-on-one. It could be the pre-show. It better not be, that's all I'm saying. It better bloody not be. Anyway, it won't be. It won't. That'll be Sonya Deville and Naomi. Poor Sonya and Naomi. Right. You're going to have to fill me in on this one then. 
Rebecca Lynch herself defeated WWE Hall of Famer Lita in 12 minutes 14 to retain idol. the Raw Women's Championship. Her idol, indeed. Let me just have a very quick look. We all went with Becky Lynch. We did. So fill us in on this one. It was it was a decent match. I don't think there was much issue. I mean, I don't know what you expected from... This was Lita's first proper singles match since she retired, basically. She's only ever really competed in a tag match. And the Royal Rumble, from what I believe, um, since coming back. And she did well. Like you said, you got a little bit of the Lita Greatest Hits in there. And then she had a little bit of new moves as well. The fans seemed really into it. They were giving her her whole, you still got it kind of thing. And I think Lita could work part-time just having these big matches because she was decent. She didn't look like she was missing a step. She looked pretty good. Becky Lynch is a great worker and they had great moments. I don't think they would have a great feud because I think Becky Lynch... Like like she says, loves her too much. Like you said, it's her idol. But have Lita just coming, I'm not saying doing a Goldberg, but coming in just to have a match against a champion at a random Saudi or something pay-per-view, we'll be fine with it because she was a decent worker and did, did do a good story storytelling. And I know you were saying before about, oh my God, are they actually going to book it on Goldberg to win the title? There wasn't really a big moment like that in this match because I couldn't see... Becky Lynch ever dropping that title, especially to somebody that's out of form in Lita. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was, a, it was a decent match for what it was. I think obviously it was predictable Becky Lynch was going to win, but Lita shone really well, and I think she could go properly in a singles match. And I'd be surprised if she wasn't on the card for WrestleMania based on that performance. Do you think Lita will be at WrestleMania? Yeah, possibly in a tag match. I don't see who she would face in a singles match, unless obviously she's starting a rivalry with somebody else. But yeah, who knows? Interesting. Well, we'll see what happens with that one then. But a point yes. for us all. Yes. This one, right. I am... Do I get a point? We all get a No, not for what's coming up now. No, we've lived yes. down. The no Usos to retain, I said it. I knew it. <laughs> It says it. This is how Wikipedia read, um, written it out, or somebody said it on Wikipedia. The Usos versus the Viking Raiders ended in a no contest. No, it didn't, because the match didn't even start. So it didn't end in a no contest. There was no match. Yeah. I mean, was... I think that's the official term says no contest because well, it just says not rated on Meltzer. Well, either way, yeah, it's, it's all over. The careers are all over for the Viking Raiders. They were, I'm, I'm sorry, but th this is war machine. I Getting think anybody a that times put... outside the ring and going, oh, we can't, we can't compete. That that's terrible. The, the booking. I, I know I'm joking when I say they were terrible all the time. The booking list was terrible. Why would you fly the Usos and the Viking Raiders halfway across the world to Saudi Arabia? For them not to have a match and for them to be out for 30 seconds. Oh, straight in the back, lads. You don't know much. Unless the point of that? one of them did have an injury beforehand. You don't know, really. Unless I don't think anything's come out to say otherwise. But unless some of them did have a, a pre-match injury that they decided that they couldn't go for the whole match or something like that. And I think you put in the chat, maybe they're just saving it for WrestleMania and they shouldn't have booked it for this. I assume that's what oh, they nice. are doing. And if you want to... <laughs> 
do this on Raw, or SmackDown, should I say, do this on SmackDown, go, yeah, they're going to have the tag match, or no, no, they've mm-hmm. taken each other out, so now the same with Mania. Don't fly four people halfway across the world to do nothing. I don't I don't get what goes through Vinnie Matt's head half the time. Most maybe Shane booked it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Shane. Is Let's blame Shane. It was Shaney Maxwell or Shane. Oh, oh the man. booking did say McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> However, well, it, it read Shane McMahon. That's right. I now book <laughs> Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Oh right, let's get on to the main event then. So this was the highest. Um, this is the highest rate. Three point five match of the night. Three point five match of the night. So the elimination chamber match for the WWE Championship. Bob the Lash, Bobby Lashley himself, defending the WWE Championship. So we had um, who started off the match? Austin Theory and. Rollins. Oh, it was Austin Theory and Rollins, yeah. Started off the match, so we had Riddle, AJ Styles, Lesnar, and Lashley in the uh, in the pod. Um, yeah, I was straight. So who was it who threw who into? I'm forgetting already into Lashley's pod. Rollins buckle bombed him and buckle bombed Theory into it into because it. it was it was before anyone even came into yeah. the match. It was just when them two were in it. So I thought when that happened, I actually, I didn't think that was a word. I thought that was real when it first happened, as far as Lashley being injured, because he was almost looking the other way. So I thought, oh, Christ, he's forgotten about this spot. He's been caught off guard, and it has knocked him a bit silly. And he's like, oh, crap, they're having to think on the fly here. Obviously, since then, we know it's not. I think it's come out since he, he's got he a shoulder injury. injury. Yeah, it was a way to, to get him out. Which this is probably the correct way of getting somebody out of a match because at least they have the match, not like the tag team championships. Um, but yeah, at first I was a bit confused. I thought, oh bloody hell, is this is this real? Um, they, I mean, they did a good job to make it look like it was real because, like I said, you didn't even know Jason Jordan was there, loving life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. a few producers like, came out. Yeah, and I think that's why, like you say, he did make it good well, acting really. by Bobby Lashley. Good old Bob the Lash. Yeah, and um, but of course he was there for unable to compete so he didn't enter the chamber so we knew we were garen damn concussion protocol concussion protocol they said during the match it's all right well they said during the match it's okay as per concussion protocol we've flown him back to america that was quick the match is only 15 (laughs) minutes long you mean he's got out the match got to the back had a shower Got changed, got to the airport, got on a plane, and already started. There's no time to shower, it's concussion protocol. Get him (laughs) on that plane straight from the arena. Straight to, not a hospital, a local medical facility, as they like (laughs) saying. God knows why. Um, So, do you know who eliminated who in this match? Can you remember? Um, Brock Lesnar eliminated everyone. Yes, he did. That was your book. Of course he did. I'm pretty Rollins, sure I said that last week. <laughs> Rollins technically the first one out, if not carrying Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I said that. I was like, how Seth Rollins the first man eliminated in this chamber? When Austin Theory starts the match as well. Well, the best thing was, it's Rollins, Riddle, Styles, and then Theory. Theory. It was Theory Lesnar. It was like Theory, theory the Iron the Man. Champion. Um, right. Two things we need to talk about in this match. Who won and the way he won it, regardless of what people think about who won the match, 
That was a great spot from the top of that pod, that F5 from the top. I know Theory landed on his feet, so it's not like he landed flat on his stomach or flat Did you not see, though, he had to put his back. hand out because he was he so did. close to the cage? I know. That that was a great spot, that. And fair play to, for Theory as well, because that takes some balls doing I thought he was going to do it in the ring, though. Like, literally, when he had him up there, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to, like, fly off. I thought Brock yeah. might have even flew off with him to begin with. I was like, he's not going to do that. And I thought he was just going to throw him off in the ring. But I'm like, shit, he could bang his head on the turnbuckle here or something. I assume oh, that's why they did it outside. But... It was it was a very, very good <laughs> spot. But anyway, let's get to the crux of it. The new champion, Brock Lesnar. Who predicted new Brock WWE champion. And the people were... Me. It Always was me. Everybody... No. Dan, Joe... And she, it was only me that said, Bob Um Joe's done all right, I think. Joe has done all right. Well, we'll have a look in a moment. Um, look, they're doing it. We know they're doing it now. Reigns, Lesnar, WrestleMania in a winner-take-all. Winner-take-all. Winner I mean, to um, fair, I did say I think he was going to fight on night one and night two. However... If they said winner-take-all, does that mean the Raw Championship technically isn't on the line? Did you count that as a winner-take-all, so that's their match? I don't know. I mean, but there's only okay. one title match, which means Becky Lynch versus Bianca will be the end of night. No, Ronda and Charlotte. Ronda and Charlotte, yeah. And then Sunday will be winner-take-all. I hope they, make, they need to unify the titles. We want one world Why? champion. We don't need to. Because it's stupid. There's not two world champions. There's a champion of the world. Not no, the there's a universe the champion. No, and the WWE. The champion of WWE and the champion of the universe. What did you think of the match then, the Elimination Chamber? Do you, are you in agreement with Meltzer? 3.5. Um... As Meltzer put, match of the night. Um, I thought it was an okay elimination chamber. I don't think there was many chambers. There was a lot of chambers better than it, obviously. I don't think it was one of the top five chambers that have ever taken place. Probably not even top ten. However, apparently Brock Lesnar's spot he just did on just did on the fly. He just like now nah, I'm just going to come out now and just burst open. I don't know if that was supposed to happen as of yet, but apparently rumors were that he just did it. But and he it wasn't like a fake pod or anything. He actually broke out of the pod properly, like, and it just shows how badass Brock is that he can basically go out and do what he wants and, and just do it. Yeah, I think that's why. Like we talked about Goldberg being an attraction. Brock isn't the attraction in WWE. I know it gets a bit boring kind of seeing Brock Lesnar in every single pay-per-view, but you always want to see what he's going to do next. And he always puts on a show whether he is the greatest wrestler ever or not. But I love seeing Brock Lesnar in matches. And it was predictable that he was going to be there because it was going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That was already guaranteed. But I thought they would kind of just show how great Brock is and have him on two nights. They still might do that. Have him defend the Raw title on the Monday. Uh, on the yeah. Saturday, sorry, on night one. But, yeah, because I, I can't see him unifying the belts unless it's, they're going to perform on both shows. They, they could should do. unify the belts, but unless I, I'm shows. in agreement with you. I don't think they will. Because you've got top talent on Raw, top talent on SmackDown. It will not be fair to the talent of Raw 
to not have a champion. But they managed it in the 80s and 90s, and you know, think about the yeah, but think about the that's why the Intercontinental title was so good. It's basically now the WWE title is basically what the Intercontinental title used to be. Everybody knows Roman Reigns Championship is the main title because it's on Roman Reigns. It's been on him for 380 days or whatever. The WWE title title has has jumped between Brock Lesnar and Bob. It's already changed hands four times this year. It is is stupid the amount of times that they've hot potatoed that title. Because you said last week, I just hope that obviously you said last week Bobby Lashley shouldn't be a, a hot potato and basically just hold it for a placeholder for a little bit just for Brock to win it back and that's why you went for Bobby Lashley which is completely understandable but yeah but yeah like I said it's changed hands so many times it's just a bit crazy and if they only had one title does this mean we're going to have more of a, a brand ride brand war again so they can defend who's going to be the champion because they have to have a champion in each show because then there's so many top stars on Raw that won't have a title match or is Roman Reigns going to have to defend both titles at both shows is he going to is he going to keep both belts and do that is he going to unify and there's just one champion then it has to be okay one pay-per-view I'm going to face someone from Raw one pay-per-view I'm going to face for Smackdown or are they going to do it like top contender of Raw faces the top contender of Smackdown the winner faces the champ I don't know well, they can't they can't unify it they can't unify it. I mean, to be fair, maybe this is what they're getting ready for WWE gym mode because it's the only thing they can do. They can only put the WWE title on the line or the women's title. True. <laughs> so. But why don't you get on the bucket? I thought you'd applied. They don't want me. You and to be frankly, would you, want, would you want to work there with all the releases? Very true. <laughs> Did you ever get a response back or not? I don't think so, to be honest, but... There you go. When I create my own wrestling promotion. Ah, <laughs> right, so you're sticking with D then? Yeah. Uh, D, predictable. Yeah. I mean, I, the only D. thing the only thing I wasn't happy with was the Rey Mysterio booking. But there you go. Someone on my Facebook, who will remain nameless, said, basically said something like, oh, it's the first time I've watched WWE in a long time, and because mm-hmm. of the time that it's on, I hope they didn't pay for it on bloody pay-per-view. Um, so I hope they signed up to the network. I'm sure he was happy with paying 1995 for it, from what you he said. He said it was great. He said, oh, fantastic event, brilliant, best I've watch seen another in a show. long time. Watch ITV4, mate. You'll see what real wrestling is. AEW. Well, that was Elimination Chamber. That's our rundown of it. Let's have a look at the prediction results. So I worked this out. One, two, three, four, five. Jamie got six points. Well done, Jamie. I got one, two, three, four, five points. Let's add that. What did Dan get? One, two, three, four. He also got five points, and Joe got one, two, three, five points. So that puts the leaderboard on. Jamie, you are still sat pretty at the top at 20 points. Dan is on 15, and me and Joe are tied on 
14. So it is still relatively close. I'm a pay-per-view ahead. For a long, long time. Yeah, you are effectively, depending on how it goes. I'm dying. The next pay-per-view, WrestleMania, the next premium live event at WrestleMania, there's going to be 20 matches to run down on that one. So I can double my score effectively. Speaking of WrestleMania, the news has come out. If we have a look at a bit of news before we finish off the show this week, um, apparently, you know how Vince has his banned terms. You're not allowed to say wrestling. You're not allowed to say title or belt or whatever it is. You're not allowed to say belt or something. Um, all these different things. He's now banned calling WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2. He's now banned calling it Night 1 and Night 2. It will no longer be allowed to call Night 1 and Night 2. It will now be called WrestleMania Saturday and WrestleMania Sunday. It's stupendous. It is. and Which makes me think, if he's kind of effectively banning the Night 1 and Night 2 term, and he's actually going, this is WrestleMania Saturday, this is WrestleMania Sunday, does this sit well for saying in the future he is going to stick with two night WrestleManias moving forward? I think they've already established that that's what they're going to be doing now. And is I it the right thing fan, to do? For fans to come over and, especially travelling, you're getting more for your money to a degree. You're getting two WrestleManias. Imagine if you'd only got a ticket, though, for one night and you really wanted to see, I don't know, Becky versus Charlotte, Ronda versus Charlotte, let's just say as an example. And then, obviously, you're booking your tickets now before the card's even finalised, let alone what's on each night. And then it's the one match you want to see isn't on the night you've got a ticket for. I would assume and hope most people, I would say 90% of the people are getting a, a weekend ticket. You get like will, a duo, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but there will be people that are only getting, um, you know, one night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that is a shame. I think most people that would have got it, there, there is a double buy option where you get both. So I assume people would be doing that. And I'm sure they do like an offer where you get both of them for a certain price. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's not even sold out. You can still buy tickets. No, I can imagine. Yeah, no, I can imagine. And there will be up until around it, I, I am sure. Um, mm-hmm. We, of course, had, since we finished recording last week, uh, like the day after it came out, or relatively around time, I'm pretty sure it did. I don't think we talked about it. The Undertaker and the Hall of Fame. I'm sure that's happened since we recorded yes. last. Yes, it has. So we've had our first inductee announced. Of course, it is Mark Calloway. It's in Texas. WrestleMania. Well, one deserved. more match. One more match. One, but no, I hope not. Um, but of course, you know, it was bound to happen sooner rather than later, and it's it's in Texas. And I think Bully Ray had said this year the Undertaker should be the only inductee, and I kind of like that idea in a way. Just give a whole like hour show just to the Undertaker inducting all those stories. Um, everything he's done for wrestling, it does make sense. But I think if you talk about I mean, I'm not saying the best wrestler of all time because that is the He's certainly the best what, character what they've in wrestling done, of all time. For what they've done for wrestling, yeah. The Undertaker is probably the greatest. He's of the all best. Time. He's the greatest character of all time. You can't say yeah. he's the greatest wrestler as far as technical ability. No, because Shawn Michaels wrestler, is number one. Yeah, yeah, or Ric Flair. Um, no, but, but, or Kurt Angle, he's the best. I mean, could Ric Flair still be in the conversation with his helicopter? Ooh. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but The Undertaker is certainly the best wrestling character of all time. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly deserved, and we look forward to seeing him in it. And obviously, with the Hall of Fame, it's taking place after SmackDown. It is. Year. Those 
be lucky boys and girls that get to um will get to go to SmackDown now. I would assume they're not going to chuck them out. I assume they get effectively a ticket to uh, which means is it just uh, gonna uh, you can't obviously change the things? Are they just going to do it in the ring? Um, didn't think about that. Are they just going to do it on the stage like they do at WrestleMania where they come out and do it that way? Maybe. I mean, last year I know it was in the Thunderdome, but um. They may just do it on the entrance ramp like they did last year. Who knows? I'm sure they'll have it planned. They'll have a five to ten minute commercial like they do in America between SmackDown finishing and the Hall of Fame starting if it's straight after, which I think it is. So they've got to... I mean, God, they, they quickly change ring ropes and aprons in commercial breaks sometimes anyway. So mm-hmm. they, they can do it quick if they, if they need to. Um, yeah. Right, before we finish off the show then, some sad news in regards to a well we can't say released but a an expiring contract that's not been renewed and, and not been renewed through choice by the sounds of it for the individual but jamie do you want to talk us about this week's well yes i was gonna say release contract expired contract he's 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 done it after 11 years he has left 11 years he's been there it doesn't feel like that long who are we talking but, about santino morella yes <laughs> Antonio Cesaro himself, that Swiss Superman, the King of Swing, whatever other names you want to give him, uh, whatever he's had in the past. But um, yes, Cesaro has let his contract expire and will be showing up at AEW Revolution in a few weeks' time, I'm sure. No, he's got 90 days. Uh, do you have 90 it's days if it's, it's an expiry? Expired. It's expired. He doesn't oh, have God. a. I bet they complete. wish they didn't book Keith Lee in that ladder. <laughs> they should have There's waited. To be decided, is there that... is a to be decided at Revolution God. in that match. To be fair, I think they may have already got a set up match next week on on um, Dynamite. But yeah, there is a. At this moment in time, unless they change or they just add somebody else into it, uh, the face of the Revolution ladder match for a future TNT championship. Uh, you've got Keith Lee, Wardlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Anthony Bowens, or Orange Cassidy versus To Be Decided. So, no, there isn't actually. Uh, Orange Cassidy and Anthony Bowens is next week. So, yeah, I To don't Be think... Decided could be Cesaro. I don't think as... we'll see him straight away. I mean, to be fair, like you say He'll straight away, you say straight away what revolution takes place next week, I want to say. Well, how uh, do I know? March 6th, it is. So March 6th, which is next Saturday, it takes place. Next I think Saturday, we'll see sorry. him there in the next couple of months, but I don't think we'll quite see him as quickly as before. It could revolution. It, or revolution. Uh, another person who said that they're going to be signing for AEW. I don't know if you saw Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Jeff said he's Hardy. definitely well, going to AEW. That was so you never know. He could even be. I don't know if he's ninety days and nearly up, but even he could possibly be the to be decided. Maybe they already decided that beforehand. But I mean, I talk about this ladder match. I mean, Cesaro would be a great addition into that match as well. But would you think he would go straight into the TNT Championship picture, especially with everything that they've been doing for Wardlow and the MJF storyline? Or do you think he's gonna go into like the world championship picture with Adam Cole and Hangman Page? I think they should cleverly book Cesaro to whenever he does debut. Maybe TNT champions is still Sammy Guevara issues an open Mm -hmm. challenge ready for when he's to drop it to defend it, and Cesaro debuts 
um, um, of Claudio as he would be debuts and wins the TNT title, making an impact straight away on his first night on the roster. That's how I do it. But I mean, are you sad to see him go from WWE? It sounds like for him, it's the right decision. I mean, for me, it, he, could have, sad. He's, he could have. He's just had one a, of those yeah. guys that you like. You need a solid match. You need a pre-show. That I don't know what to do with him. So. We'll put we'll put Cesaro in this feud, or we'll put him in this match because you know he's a solid worker. He's been very start a, a stop match. though, hasn't he? You know, look, they'd yeah. be push him and then bring him back down and push him and bring him back down, and then he had that push against Reigns, you know, for mm. the Universal Title middle. Was it tail end of last year, November time? I want to say he won. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale by suplexing. The Paul big White, I saw it. I saw it with like, my own a standing two eyes. suplex over the top rope, just pure power, and they just choked on but it. Everybody thought that was going to be the moment, and it should have been. And they teased mm. it to make it look like it was going to be the moment that he was finally going to get pushed and you know to start them. But you know, then he just decided to create the bar. Unfortunately, Jamie, he didn't quite reach for that brass ring. I mean, the bar was too high, he said. The bar. But uh, speaking of AEW, I don't know if you've seen it or heard about it. I've seen it all, The uh, CM Punk and MJF storylines that are going on at the minute. Some are saying it is the greatest promo of all time. No. And definitely no, up there. No. The MJF, uh, the MJF promo from Dynamite this week. Have he you was seen crying. It? He was crying. Yeah. And it was a great promo. Like, MJF. In my eyes, can do no wrong. I can't wait till we finally get to see MJF versus The Miz. It's what we all want to see. Oh, we all want to but, see um, it. it. will happen in a WWE ring. It will. Yeah, but no, Just like MJF we know, MJF is, is beating CM Punk. Uh, yeah, sorry, in that CM Punk, collar match. No, CM Punk, should I say, is beating MJF for that 50 50 booking. He, no, he's passed it. CM Punk. He's already lost to MJF. It's over. The feud should be over. Yeah, so MJF will win. MJF has already... No, 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 no. They'll do 50-50 booking. MJF beats CM Punk in Chicago twice. Shane McMahon is going to debut. And then he pinned him again. My dear Lord. You wait for that dog match. But they're actually bringing it into real life. I don't know if you saw the picture of MJF and CM Punk from 2011. He held it up in the ring, didn't he, anyway? Because that yeah. was a week before last week, wasn't it? When MJF just came out onto the entrance ramp and then just walked back out. Yeah. But yeah, yeah the, the the promo from this week was was fantastic. And then CM Punk came out and they just sold the promo perfectly by just going, "Is all of that true?" And he goes, "Yeah." And then MJF just walks out. And it was just great promo. <laughs> it was just great storyline in between them, and, and it's why AEW is so much better because the storylines are better. The, the matches are better, and Buddy Dynamite was better than Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure Revolution will be as well. No, what if Elimination Chamber is better than Revolution? Have you seen the card for Revolution? I'm I sure we'll talk about card. it next week. We are going but, to talk about my it next God. week. Don't you worry about that. But that's everything from us this week, Jamie. So where can people find us on the socials? Well, you can find us at Grapplecast Show. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Make sure to give us a like or follow. And you can always interact with us. We usually throw out some polls or questions that you can always at us at. 
And if there's anything you want us to discuss or you have any questions for us, just pop them over. We can give you a shout out on the pod and answer those questions. And wherever you are listening, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Deezer, or even just straight through the website, you can just make sure to press that follow button and subscribe so you never miss an episode and that RSS will download straight to you. Lovely. We will see you next week. It will be the return, the glorious return of both Daniel and Joseph. And uh, yes, we'll have a breakdown of Revolution and we'll have a look, as we always do, at the week in wrestling. And it will be the return of the quiz. No quiz this week. There's only two of us. It and it's you hosting it, remember. Almost. Is it real? Oh, my dear Lord. I did it's the last one. Next week. The finishing moves. Get ready for That's that. why we don't have one this week, because he forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just I quiz you and give you all the points. <laughs> Yes, I won. Side us off then, boy. So without further ado, I must bid you a good night and goodbye. Thank you for tuning in on Plus One. <laughs> Ta-ra, guys. Ring the bell!